what's going on, everybody? It's Rockman 3K3. My, my name is always the FFS of Leroy Ketchum. And guys, we're back for another great episode of The Nerd Plate. The Nerd Plate! Ah! Today. Today, guys. All that shit, you know. All of that. All that. The 21 clip salute, sir. We out here today. Guys, we got a very special uh, guest here for you today on this episode. Uh, you might have might have seen him, might know him for a few things. Uh, he was out here doing some funny videos. Um, you know, you know, I, I don't know. You may or may not know him, but he's he's kind of a big deal. Um, Leroy, that's kind of don't you think? <laughs> nah, man. I, I mean, let's. I, I don't know, man. Let's pump him up, man. Like, I mean, this dude has been everywhere. He's funny, he's funny and shit. I, 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 he's, he's funny. funny. He's funny. He's funny. 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 That's terrible. No, I haven't. He's, he's funny. funny. He's, he's definitely on YouTube. He's out here in the streets. Um, his kids do make me. I'm sorry. I heard something. Yeah. Nice enough to come on our show, chop it up with us, and tell us about himself. We're gonna get him in here right now, send him the invite, and see if he's still gonna be on the show or not. Let's see. Hold on. Why did you send him the invite in the message? Other than email. I mean, I, I did. Uh, I sent it that way. I'm, I'm sending it again now through his email. Oh. He's like, he's looking at his email. And I, I sent the link, so I, I, don't, I don't know if he's. <laughs> he said he was, he was watching the video. Like, ain't y'all just talking? Yeah, but, but I mean, you know, so, some people it's easier for them to just, you know, jump in through Gmail. You know what I'm saying? Can't blame me. I'll check my email. <laughs> I just I uh, oh. I leave my email. Oh, oh, yeah, oh my goodness! What's the great Cloudy McDoo. How are you, sir? I'm fine. Good. Good. Doing pretty good. Man, I, I, can you please tell the people about yourself? Because we tried to tell them about your epicness. We may have fell short. I don't know. But can you tell the people who you are, sir? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm Clyde McGoom. I'm a uh, amateur cosplayer, musician, content creator, uh, video game enthusiast, and uh, all around weirdo. Hey, look, look, I'm getting, I'm getting up there in years. So yeah, man, look, he needs new co-hosts, man. He needs new co-hosts. <laughs> so listen, all right. Mr. McDermott, we're going to get straight into it, man. I, I like to ask all my guests this. 
uh, along with Mr. Leroy. Uh, but we'll, we'll take turns <laughs> asking you questions. But here's my, my first question. This is for me, basically. What video game made you fall in love with the video game culture? Because I know you out here. I've seen your videos. I love them all. They're hilarious, especially the new one with Tio Choco. I thought that was hilarious. Me being a Final Fantasy fan. Oh, so. so. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess my, my real first, first dive in video games would be like, like way back in the, uh, the 90s, some of my 30s. Like, so, like, it would have been like the early Super Mario, Zelda, you know, things like that. He's just really passionate about Nintendo and it gets on my nerves sometimes. Nintendo for life. You're like, man, I really like Crash Bandicoot or something, but nah, Nintendo's fine. Nintendo forever! See? See, he likes other stuff too, Leroy. It's just, you know. I don't know. I just didn't want his first, first thing to be Super Mario. Because, man, you know, you know, when you hear the word Mario, so, oh my God, here we go. It's, it's going in. It's cool, though, because I can honestly say Mario was one of my first ones, too. So. Yeah, you know. I just like to push his nuts. Because, you know, he's only a. Old guy, on the block. I'm the I'm the Marcus. He's the Mike Lowry. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how it is over here. Bad, Bad boy, though. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, Lira, do you want you want to ask the next one? Lira, up, Lira, he's stuck. Lira, Lira, he's stuck. <laughs> oh, oh no. Okay. Well, you know why you're doing this. Uh, yeah, he's doing the same one. He's just—he's probably killing himself laughing right now. Oh, um, all right. So I'm gonna ask you the next question. Um, how do you come up with your skits, man? Because they're so funny, so unique. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess to go, to go back chronologically, you know, I've, I've been, been drawing all my life. Like, like I'm an artist. You know, I've always drawn and noodled and made up characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you combine that with my love for video games. Uh, I used to kind of emulate how they act in games and stuff, you know, like walk cycles, uh, the animations. Like, I was just a weird kid like that. Um, so when I got older, I just kind of started to make skits and concepts, but I would infuse those things into them, those things that I love, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's why my hand is unique, like almost, like, not real, like, like I'm pulling you into some kind of fantasy, like, like bubble with you, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I think, like, my reality, I'm going to think in terms of video games. It's weird, I know, but that's just how I, how I process things. Oh, no, bro, I do the same thing. Same thing. That's how I live in life. That's what's up. Because, I mean, because they're, they're so unique. Because, I mean, from the, you know, when you did, oh, gosh, uh, Arthur from uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 to, like, <laughs> the Fall Fancy skits. Like, I didn't even know you were a Fall Fancy fan like that to the... The crazy source kids, like, they just, they made me die laughing, man, because I was like, this guy, he gets it. I, I like him. He gets he gets everything. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and it was funny is, you know, with content creation, you kind of have to ride these waves. So, like, back in 2018, when I did my first Red Dead Redemption skit, that's what kind of catapulted me into, like, the, the limelight, so to speak. Not really, but, like, 
it took my basic thing 200, 200 followers to like, like 3,000 followers because right. Roger Clark, uh, the, uh, the man who plays Arthur Morgan, great yes. He, he, he reached out to me and like we became friends because of that skit. So, so I kept doing more skits and more skits and stuff. And um, that's how I got that core following. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of shifted gears into the Kingdom Hearts stuff on the web. I was fooling around in the backyard. I had the wig on, the keyblade, and I was jumping around. And that's how I got that following. You're kind of seeing the, the tail in the back. Because I still do Kingdom Hearts stuff, but it's kind of like I try, I try to space it out a little more now. So. so Final Fantasy, I just kind of squeezed in there. Kingdom Hearts is kind of the same thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you do a great job of that because, again, like, we're like that, the other one where you did Deku or the the guy who wants to be Deku. Oh my gosh, because I recognize that actress, and I'm sorry, her name escapes me right now, but I recognize her. Yeah, like from a lot of the big job videos. And that was was hilarious. That was a great mashup because. I was just like, again, getting the nerd culture he gets it. Yeah, yeah man, Eva's awesome because uh, she, you know, she, you know, she lives in LA, LA mm-hmm. but she's from Alabama, so she came to visit uh, oh, some like family. Yeah, yeah. Well, but uh, she reaching out to content creators, like she found me and was like, hey, I see you do the nerd stuff. Why don't you like do a skit together? So I was like, cool, cool, cool. So I gave her the concept of like the deck move and the nerd guy on the date. And, like, and like, it was so organic because she doesn't know about that kind of stuff. Like, she's not a nerd at all. Like, right. She's never like, like normal stuff. So, it is. It was such a flash in the world to the point that uh, it got like a million views on Facebook. And she wants to do more of those episodes with me. So, like, that's going to be cool. I thought that was funny because in the skit, you know, she does the classic, like, oh, no, no, I watched Pokemon with Goku and Pikachu. And I was just like, oh, my God, they did. And she was like, no, I, I know about it. I watch it, you know, it's like, no, you're wrong. And it's just like, I'm wrong. Okay. You know? <laughs> she, she was such a proud woman. Like, she wasn't going to back down for her uh, not knowing about it, you know? Right, right. I mean, that was, uh, again, hilarious, man. Just great stuff all the way around. Great stuff. So, Lira, you're back with us. Do you want to ask the next uh, question since you're back with us? I didn't even know what you asked, but all I heard was, I watched, I watched Pokemon, Pokemon where Goku and Pikachu uh, have adventures. Yes. You, you, know, you know, you say that in jest, but, but I've heard people say shit like that. It just makes me want to punch him in the nose. Like how he does in the video is just so cool because that's every nerd ever. Just like, all right. You know, we just let it go. Like, I want to take it wrong, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, we know I had to try to correct it, but she wasn't having it. So, which question did you do? I did number two, so we own the third question, sir. Okay. Cool. cool. I don't like, I don't like, I, I don't like how you phrase it, but being a, being a person of culture, how does it feel to be a content, content creator in today's society? Because, you know, you know this is. I ain't, I ain't, I'm not going to say this as, I'm going to say this as PC as possible, but it's the year of black people. You know, uh, with all the, all the political climate going on, peak blackness. Um, peak blackness. Uh, black creation is at an all-time high, especially being celebrated. So, how do you feel, how do you feel being in, I, I guess it's, it's not really an elite part of society, because, you know, we're black, we got soul. You know, we got that, we, we that natural Larry season on everything good. Yeah, yeah, I just feel, and I guess in Trump's America, we're not even Trump's America, we're in Biden's America now. Hey, yes, yeah, it's something, it's something America. I'm not even right, it ain't ours. 
Akia boy, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you've been out here, and a lot of people don't know that because I, I didn't know who Akia boy was until like I was in Second of Charles like years ago. And one dude's like, dude, you don't know who that is? Oh my gosh! Like they're so funny. <laughs> that's uh, that's why I got one of your videos, man. Yeah, I work with kids, and you know, you know the kids, the kids today, today are definitely not the kids, kids like I was because they, they, they are always, always constantly on YouTube. And I, I always, always see them watch YouTube. YouTube. Nine times out of ten, they're white. And I was like, yeah. Like, to one, was like, like YouTube friends and then like, no, but I like this guy. He's been making videos for like years. Honestly, I'll break it down into two part answers. So, with the Akio Boy stuff, you know, that was, I was well known for that year ago because I did cosplay. I was a cosplay videographer. So, everyone knew about that. The skits, I kind of started with finesse into the channel, but they weren't getting like this. You know, like, uh, people liked them, but it was one of those things like, it's pretty good, but you know what we really want, which is Right. Uh, so, slowly kind of transitioned into uh, Cloudy to Doom. And like I told you before with the Red Dead Redemption thing, that's what blew that up. Before, Cloudy didn't exist. Like, it was on nobody's radar. Until I did that Red Dead video, I was a nobody. And, um, uh, Nah, but man, you are like somebody like us, man, the underground YouTubers. Yeah, <laughs> they would. Like, like, exactly. <laughs> I like people. They know my history with Octo for sure. sure. Um, but, but with Cloudy I mean, now, I feel, I feel uh, a weight, weight, weight on my shoulders as a black creator because, like, like you said, I represent a lot of people. So I, so I have to tread as carefully as possible to make sure I represent all of us best I can. Uh, but uh, also to make sure, to make sure uh, like what I do to make us all proud as nerds and blurs and people within this culture, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I, I like I said, I can remember a time. I mean, that makes me sound super, super old, but like I can remember a time where like being in school, I couldn't really express my nerdiness as much as I wanted to because it wasn't a cool thing to do. It was like, yeah. you, know, all, you, know, you know what I'm saying? All of us. Yeah. Um, but nowadays, like I said, it's so much out there so I mean, much diversity that like you know you can kind of do what you want but at the same time you still have to represent like we have to represent accordingly you know so i'm definitely on that the weirder spectrum of uh the, the creative geek culture but it's still contained enough to where people can relate to you know well and, and i i definitely feel that because of two things one the diversity in your skits because of the uh panic at the disco skits <laughs> which are hilarious. <laughs> I couldn't pay rent until he's just like, what a beautiful, oh, oh, oh you know? And then, you, you know, you did one that was really, I thought was iconic, that still kept your comedy, but at the same point, was very sensitive, very aware of the climate we're in, where it's the one where you're facing, like, the, it was, um, God, the racism versus, like, the, the black, I, I don't want to say it was, like, white Twitter versus black Twitter or something like that. And I'm getting it wrong, I'm sure. But I know what one you're talking about, but I can't remember the title yeah. either. And it's um, it's hilarious because he's like, "No, but the algorithm." And you're just like, "Ah, you didn't count on us, you know, rising above." And it's the greatest shit ever. Like, oh yeah, it was a Black Lives Matter anime edition. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. When yeah it I was just found it. Systemic racism fighting the basic like anime guy. Yeah. Getting beat yeah. down. He I powers thought that was beautiful. 
I thought the only thing you were missing. Nope, you had that too. The power of friendship. And like like always, like all animes. Power of friendship. I said that's that it's just like talk no jutsu between that and the power of friendship, and I'm not gonna give up on my friends. You can yes, win. Yes, <laughs> you know, the thing with that was um and then like let me preface this with two things. Like I have an overactive imagination, so that also contributes to my content creation, but I also commit to the roles. Like I'm not a professional actor, but mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to like I'm one of those people that if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it right. Like, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Like, my job is to, like, make sure you as a viewer can believe what I'm selling in terms of my character. So, like, if I'm Arthur Morgan, like, Artie Mack, you know, I got to like, real cowboy. Like, I got to be in that mode. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm, like, running around a sore as a kid, I'm like, yeah, like, I have to I have to be those characters, you know? And you are. You are. (laughs) Like for real, dude. Like hats off to you, cause like those characters are hilarious. I appreciate Especially it. When you had Artie Mac beat up Zora, that say, well, shit. Artie was whooping. I said that was better than regular Arthur Morgan, and he choked people for fun. <laughs> for fun, for fun. I, yeah. I thought you were that beautifully. And I made sure because I was trying to blend my both my fan bases, my Red Dead and my Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. So obviously I made sure that Artie Mac didn't shoot Sora because he ain't trying to kill no kids out here. But like I made right. sure he disciplined them for stealing his clothes. Like he whooped them with a belt. Like yeah. give them the discipline they need. Oh. Like I like how you did the Artie Mac of Kingdom Hearts. Like if he was in Kingdom Hearts, like that's how he show up. He just beat him with a belt. He's just like, wow, he just, <laughs> that's what you gonna do. <laughs> he turned into like, granddad from the boondocks and he just turned Kung Fu with the belt for no reason. It was it was perfect. perfect. You throw a Lenny in there and we good. <laughs> Lenny, <laughs> Lenny. <laughs> oh man, love it. Okay, and uh, again, Leroy, I'm gonna let you ask the next question since you missed out a little bit because I have two already, so I'll let you ask two. All right, tell us about your creative structure for your skits and your streaming, and without pulling back too much of the curtain, you know, tell us how the sausages get made. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so my creative structure is, like I, I mentioned before, since I have a very overactive imagination, which keeps me up at night sometimes, like I can literally envision like my skits, like they're playing out as a movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do a skit like it already plays out like in segments, almost like frames of a comic book. So all I do is just think on those and just like create it, you know, film and record it, whatever, whatever. And then when I get to the editing process, I mash it all together. Um, and sometimes, like, I'll try to slide in just, like, some, like, social humor, you know, just for fun. Of like, course. just to be funny. Um, mm. Good example of that is my Final Fantasy skit I did recently. Uh, it was them versus the algorithm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. that was cool. And the joke with that is that creators like us, like, we work really hard to put stuff out there. And it, 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 it get much exposure. But a girl who's like, hey, here's my sleeve forever. And all again, disrespect to any like I have friends who do the OnlyFans and all that stuff. Shout out to them. Uh in case we do this. Look, but it's, it's kind of the if, if we could have an OnlyFans page and it would work, I'd do it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So like the joke of this skit is that like the algorithm only boosts stuff like that. So the entire skit itself is very meta because I put a lot of effort into the skit itself. And the whole time the algorithm algorithm is like, this is pointless. Your effort is for nothing. I'm gonna show you what people want, and then this chick comes out and like, yeah, it, yeah. It's, 
Now, let me ask you this now. Speaking of that, recently, you know, Square Enix is like retweeted you back. You know, they, they're putting you out there. Like, how does that feel, man, to just like have like one of the greatest companies of all time, like just reach out to you? I mean, listen, listen, Leroy, back then, I'm not talking about now. You know what I'm saying? I, did we just have then. an hour long conversation about Final Fantasy VII Remake <laughs> last night? <laughs> we did. We just okay. shout out to the girl from Governor Dave. Um, but how does that feel in terms of like, you know, like creators coming out and just like, hey man, we like your stuff, or hey, you noticed us. Like, cause that was I mean, I was proud for it, and I was like, man, like I hope that's me one day with my RPG. But go ahead. You know, I just don't feel you, man. Um it's kind of surreal in the sense that like because it's happened in different segments, you know, like um, like I said, Roger Clark, when he hit me up, I was starstruck with that. And becoming friends with him was like a weird, like, because like I said, he's the guy in the game. Like, if I go downstairs and play the game, that's him, you know? Mm, that's it's odd cool. yeah. the process. Uh, like, I'm cool with him, his wife. Like, we're, we're friends. But, like, you know, the more stuff I do, like, it's almost like a ripple effect. And what I mean by that is, like, I'm in the middle of this ripple. So mm-hmm. I know I'm working hard. Like, I'm grinding every day, staying up till 3 a.m., passing on the keyboard, doing stuff. So I know I'm getting stuff out there, but I can't see how far the ripple goes into the ocean. So, like, sometimes I'll have people from, like, like Germany or Iran or Brazil, like, they'll hit me up. Like, hey, man, it's fragments of English, but they'll tell me to the best of their abilities. Like, hey, man, I love this video. And I'm really touched. And, like, they'll, like, kind of vent to me, like, look, man, I was really depressed, and this video made me feel this way. And, like, I get those yeah. weekly. And for me, I still view myself as like just this dude who makes geeky stuff. Like I don't see myself through the lens that the world might some people like some people might see me. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's I'm thankful, uh, but it's definitely like I have imposter syndrome sometimes because I don't believe my own hype, and I probably never will, and probably never should. But you know, no, nah, bro, you, you should you can talk your shit, man, because oh, you you please believe you I talk my shit every day, right? <laughs> Right, and I mean, you you put the stuff out there, and by the way, just to show you how big you are, and you don't even know it, um, I don't know if you know this or not, but you know one of our good friends, and she was actually on the show on Tomville, Christy Boss. Like, she's actually a really good friend of mine. Yeah, and, I like Christy. Yeah, she's cool. I, th- I knew her in the con scene. Yeah, yeah, like, she's big into say, it. We've been, so, knowing, you know. we've been knowing Christy since we was working at GameStop, and that was eons oh, ago, damn. Hey, hey. <laughs> I was still young when I was working at GameStop. <laughs> the good old days. Nah, <laughs> it wasn't good old nah. days at all, bro. Oh, oh, oh. the good old days. <laughs> Man, the pay, the pay was not there. The only thing that kept me there is like working with good people like my co-host here, Mr. Leroy, and yeah. like the people. That was it. Fuck that company. Anyway, <laughs> not gonna get into that. Uh, <laughs> I, I do want to ask the next question. Which do you prefer, skits or streaming right now? You know, they're two different, uh, I won't say monsters, but they're two different things to tackle because, like, with skits, you know, I can control everything in a sense of, okay, I know exactly how the skit's going to go. I know which joke is going to go here. What effect goes there. It's a done deal. With streaming, it's like I have to play the game, be good enough for the game to get through it, and also entertain people who are, like, watching and interacting. So I have to kind of, like, constantly like be going and going which is great you know like um thankfully my personality i can kind of flow with it mm-hmm. so i never get stuck like uh, 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 i don't know what to say like you know what i'm saying All right like I, right. I, yeah but i it's not that i prefer one or the other but i do love content creation since that's where i started from you know but okay. twitch is 
content creation just live. Yeah. I tried right. the Twitch thing. I can't talk that long. Because, <laughs> you know, back in the, I ain't going to say back, it was like two months ago when I was like, I want to start streaming. And then I started playing a game and I realized I don't say anything when I'm playing games. I'm really just, <laughs> I'm really just into it. Like, yeah. So you, it, it would definitely, it works 10 times better for you because you, you got that wow factor that I don't have. And you're already creative. You already got the jokes loaded in. Me, I'm sitting here looking at the screen like, man, what's happening next? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I get up, go get, go to the bathroom, get some water, come back with a like a chicken wing hanging out my mouth and stuff like that. And you know, people don't want to see that. PewDiePie didn't get I famous eat- like that, but hey, I eat on stream all the time. Like I don't even care. And see, my mentor told me don't ever eat on screen again. So, <laughs> but this is also a work environment, and we're you know with corporate people. So I was like, okay. <laughs> My point is, your streams ten times funnier than mine will ever be. I mean, I, we we tried, man, and like, like I mean, I even tried, and it's not so bad. I just, I don't know. I'm not interested. Like when I play my games, I just want to sit down and play. Right. Like I'll interact. Like people will ask me questions, I'll interact with it because I think the longest stream I have is like either King of Fighters or like Ghost Recon, and that was just that random. You know what I'm saying? You streamed so Final I, Fantasy 15. And not fifteen. Yeah, yeah, no, no, oh, I did. You're right. Screen fifteen. Um, I just, I don't know, man. And Saints Row, because uh, you and nobody were playing Saints Row, and uh, we we did shout out the taper, right? Out the taper. Yeah, shout out the taper. But see, your stream was yeah. better because I, I was watching. and I was like, oh, man, at least he's talking. Hell, I would have just been playing the game, <laughs> <laughs> blowing shit up. I, far better than me. So you know, you can help. What's up? Is I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, nah, I was about to say you get more props from me just for do, just for being able to do it. I, I uh, it, it also helps too that like since I have a community that's kind of built up around like the stuff I've been doing. Um, they'll usually talk to each other. Like they'll be in there. They'll say what's up to me, and like I'll interact with them. But if I'm just like honed in on the game, they'll just chat with each other or commentate on what I'm doing. So like I don't at this point I don't have to like actively talk to them all the time because they know I get like the to the game. Now, this next one's a little bit loaded, but, you know, stay with me for this. Um, oh. It's uh, it's okay. You definitely, you know, blown up. You, you see ma- you've seen major success over the years. We all know that. Uh, you continue to get recognition from so many cool people. What's next for Cloudy McNeil? Hmm. As you can tell us, I don't want you to, I know you got deals and stuff that we, you know, but Oh, no, man. Um, I'm pretty transparent with this stuff. Uh, like, everyone knows, like, I was doing – I did a BuzzFeed skit. It was, like, an Among Us thing. Um, so that was pretty fun. Um, we're in talks of doing more stuff, but that's not, like, set in stone. So I'm not going to run around telling people, yeah, I'm about to do more, another BuzzFeed thing. Uh, if they hit me up, cool. But if not, it's no big deal. Um, I know I'm going to be working with Kenegra more. Uh, the plan is for, in 2021, for me to go to L.A., uh, kind of work with her friends, like, the – other content creators in that little circle. Okay. Um, yeah. that, that's on the radar. Like, it's not set in stone either. Right. Um, collaborate with more people. Uh, like, me and Marlon Webb, um, we're, we're cool now. Like, we've done a yeah, couple skits together. Yeah, Is it Marlon Webb's evil twin? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember Marlon from Vine, and I saw that show. I was like, oh, my God. Ain't no way. But, <laughs> yeah, he's a <laughs> one. And I'll I'll finish that uh, other answer, but like let me deviate for a second. So Marlon Webb, 
everybody under the sun would comment on my videos. Are you Marlon Webb? Yeah. Are you Marlon Webb? And in my head, I'm like, first I'm thinking, well, that's obviously racist because not all black people look like, but anyway. Uh, so we'll skip over that one. But I kept seeing it and I kept seeing it. So then I hit a point where I made a TikTok where I'm a, I made a joke, like everyone mistakes me for Marlon Webb. And he saw it. And then he hit me up like, hey, man, like, I'm going to react to your video. And that's how I got like a little more, I won't say fame, but like people knew me more after he did yeah. that. So then we started doing the evil twin skit. So like yeah. the premise is always him going Go to his car or something. And I'm just waiting for him. <laughs> I'm just like watching and waiting. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, now I'm back to the deviation. Uh, other stuff I have planned really is just really grinding, man. Because my ultimate dream mm-hmm. is to become a big enough content creator to where I can make my own game studio years from now. So like everything I'm doing is almost laying the groundwork for me to actually like have the clout, quote unquote, to transition into game indie game development. You know, because I dabbled with that when I was a kid, and you can tell from my videos like I'm still obsessed with video games, oh, yeah. even right. in the aspect. You know, right? Well, I mean, I, hey, listen, keep at it, dude. Because as an aspiring I game designer myself that has a company, you know, what I'm saying the Kingdom of Hell is coming soon one day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. Uh, my, my co-host Leroy has said his uh, little girl will be grown before my game comes out, which that shows how much faith he has in me. So, I, yes. I have no, uh, faith, no, no shy faith that you won't get it done. It's just win. win with hell ASP at some point. <laughs> right. Well, you know, now, now I got some tough, like, shoes to feel because, like, in the midst of my game coming out, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake came out. We thought that was never going to Kingdom Hearts 3 came out. came out. Uh, which one? Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts yeah. 3? Yeah, that was the big one. I was like, and, and Lee Rush is looking at me like, Time. <laughs> Time's ticking, bro. Oh. I love it. FF7 Remake was so good. It was. It was. Should have called him last oh. night. What'd you say? Should have called him last night when we was arguing about it. That's, yeah, that's... It's not the same oh, game. Man. It is the same game. It's just a re- different retailer. It's different. Anyway, um, what I was gonna <laughs> say, like, definitely don't give up on it. Uh, and just, I was gonna ask because I remember seeing a post about that. So, like, do you see yourself when you make your your games? Because I'm pretty sure you're gonna get into the gaming industry. Um, what do you see yourself making in terms of, like games? Do you see yourself making all types? Because I would like to do that right now. I'm working on an RPG, but through RPG Maker and like you know I'm doing the music and shit for it, but yeah, I eventually what what now? I used to use RPG Maker, yeah, yeah. It's it's gotten much better, trust me. Um, I, I was gonna ask like, what do you see yourself making in terms of like games? I know definitely in the adventure RPG action genre for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, like I haven't been able to formulate the clear like idea in my head because usually when I create something like it'll be a blob of an image and I wait for it to kind of like form itself into something before I act on it. So I know I see like I don't know something with cell shading or like like just really interesting graphics. You know, I definitely I know it'll be like a, one of those really fun like I want a really fun my first game to be like a really fun action RPG like straight okay. up. Okay. Um, you know, great. Play that one. He, he may not play mine, but he'll play that one. I'll play yours because his is RPG as fuck, and I don't do RPG as fuck. 
<laughs> I need I need some hacking and some slashing. I need some dialogue and a couple of stats and stuff. But he his is woo. We had to beg him to play Mass Effect McDoom, and he finally played it. And he's like, "All right, it's good, but like, damn, like I played the first not, one. I, I, I never made it to the. I made it, and I can't make it through the second one. I'm sorry. The second one is better than I the know, first. I, mean, I know the second one is where the action is. That's the best one. I see. It's like the second. Yeah, I know. And he's still complaining. It's too slow. I can't Steve. do it, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> what I remember because I haven't played Mass Effect in years, but I remember I played through the first one because the homeboy let me borrow. The first one was cool. I hated the driving the tank or the the, the ship or whatever. Oh, I hated that. Too. But they fixed it in the second one, so I was happy with that. They did. The complexity of two, like it was so well done that I couldn't knock it. I haven't played three yet, though, so I don't. That's where I stopped. Oh, man. man, really? You got you to play three. See, you got to play. He understands. It's slow. Oh come and on! Apparently, man. three is like the best one in the series. Three is. That's what it. That's, I, I that's what people tell one, me. I think it's one, and then two and three actually for me, like because. Three, I eh, like. I'll, I I won't ruin anything for you. Just play three, like please. It's it's. Don't play three. Leroy, but you please play three, please. <laughs> I vaguely remember the the plots. Like I remember, I got pissed off at the second one because um I didn't save one of my uh, my crewmates in time, so I showed up at the end and she got juiced, and she yeah. was a, she was my girl. I was like, I know they didn't just juice my girl, like in this <laughs> alien ship. Like they juiced her. I had to watch it. It was traumatizing. I was like, oh, man. But yeah, yeah, it was a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I kind of already asked. The, okay. So, yeah, I already asked. This. All right. So, we pretty much down to the last question. Um, before before we do that, though, do you have any questions for the, the nerd plate while you're here? Because, we, you know, we like to talk to the community and we like for the community to talk with us. So, you know, is there any questions you would like to ask us while you're here? Yeah. Um, I actually, I was pretty intrigued by uh, when you mentioned that you were making a game. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, like if you want, like, I mean, I know you're still working on it, I guess, but mm-hmm. like, if you have any screenshots of it or anything like that to show me, that'd be pretty cool to see. Cause like when you said that you used RPG maker, I thought about my time using RPG maker and like, and granted it was like years ago, but like, I didn't like, it's always cool to me when I, I find other people who are into that. You know, and sorry, Leroy, you're not like, like big on RPGs, but like, you know, it's, oh, it's something I. Uh, I'm thinking of, I'm big, I like to see. I, I like RPGs. I just don't like his RPGs because he wants. <laughs> what was um? So okay, I think in like our first two years, I can't even. It was the first year, or the second year, but mm-hmm. you remember Bravely Default? Yeah, for the 3DS. Yes. yes. Okay. You remember how hard you beat me into like, oh my god, you need to buy this game, and it came uh, out, and I was I like, yes, I remember that. I, I feel so it, bad. And I was like, it was, bro, I don't understand this game at all. I'm sorry. It was so long. I remember that. Um, Bravely Default, and it was great because Bravely Default was like the people who did Chrono Trigger. The people who did see, like I like Chrono Trigger. Then he was like, "You don't like this shit. You did. You played Chrono yeah, Trigger. You don't understand." I was like, and oh. and the basically like it was a good game, but it was like traditional Final Fantasy four RPG, okay. and like they got into like the the syndrome that Final Fantasy kind of get into, to where like when you get to the middle, it's a whole bunch of grinding until you get or you're ready for that final level. <laughs> so, Bravely Default was kind of like, Ugh. um. But yeah, no, actually, I put the website in the the chat so you can see it there. 
Uh, I'll definitely also send some pictures over to you and send the website link over uh, in the little discussion thing that we had. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, I have a whole website up for it. Like I said, I'm doing pretty much everything except for the, I'm doing some of the artwork, but some of it's outsourced as well. Doing the music for it, doing the dialogue. It's, it's a lot. That's why it's taking me forever to get this game out. So nah, it's, it's like it's just when you're solo in it. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I guess my other question would be like, how long have you guys been doing this, like with your platform? Oh man, what was it like it feels five like years now? Forever, but nah, I think it's, it does. <laughs> it does. I think it's. About, I, I want. I think it's about four years. Yeah, because we we funny story, bro. We actually started on YouTube, and then like. What, what I think we were just like, yo, man, like, because he was still on YouTube college. and I was in school and it took it took like four hours to edit one video. And I was like, bro, I cannot do this anymore. <laughs> I, <laughs> we had so much footage and there's still so much footage uh, that we didn't release. And uh, yeah, after a while, we're just like, yo, bro, like, like I can't. This. I was working. And I was just like, yo, like, because I was using Premiere. He's using Final Cut Pro. And like, we were both like really good editors. It's just. It takes so much time, yeah. And obviously, you know that because about the same. You know, he told right. me the magic rule is like for every hour of video, you need two hours of editing time. And I was like, <laughs> hard pass. It sounds like a job, <laughs> and I. <laughs> it is. It's definitely a job, man. And it was, is, and, and so after that, we went to like you know podcasting and then we just started showing we showed up on soundcloud first and then we eventually made our way to everybody and with the help of like you know leroy really pushing the social stuff like thanks to him like we're all over the place now um, i was in a, ba- a constant battle with a dude for a handle on twitter because it was at nerdplay and i had to be at underscore nerdplay and i fought this dude for like three years no three years. it was like two years i was just messaging him like hey you know, any luck, you know, what's what can we do? And he would message back like once every four months. Mm, yeah. And then he finally, I guess he got off Twitter because I checked one day and I was like, oh, it's available. <laughs> Let me go and get that. So, but yeah, man. And this all started from working in GameStop. <laughs> Dude, like, it was conversations we would have while we're just sitting there working, man. And I don't, I don't, well, I don't know if you want me to tell, I don't know if he wants me to tell you this, but I'm going to gauge this by his face. He was actually on a podcast before, before I got to be a part of it. And <laughs> let's just say it didn't work out. He didn't have the right partner. You know what I'm saying? So he asked me, he asked me and he, and you know, when we did it, when we started doing this, I was like, bro, we didn't even, this is like a shift. This is a three hour <laughs> shift at GameStop. Like, why don't we just bring a mic in to work? But like, <laughs> I never thought I was gonna be a podcaster in 2020. But this this shit's fun, man. Oh yeah, I, this ain't even work no more. I enjoy. I can't wait for Sunday to get him record this nigga. Yeah, like I said, it's the labor of love, and that's kind of what's weird about the pandemic. Like I always tell people, I'm really ambivalent about quarantine because obviously, I no one liked the pandemic. You know, rest in peace to everybody who succumbed to the virus. But it's like it forced me to like lock myself away because I couldn't visit nobody. I couldn't meet up with people to do skits or anything. So it was just me in my house or like yard. So like it kind of forced me to dig deep as creator. And this is the year I actually popped off for real, for real, you know, mm. like because 
I was doing all this stuff. And for whatever reason, when you're limited with resources, it's like it forces you to do like oh, yeah. better stuff. It's weird. Absolutely. It forces you to be good at things that you never thought you would be good at. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, and then it's forcing people to have like real personalities because now, yeah. you know, you can't get away with the whole like, oh, I'm just going to go out. I'm just going to go to the club. Now you got to sit at home with yourself and people <laughs> and, and deal like, with you know, yourself like, and your problems and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I can't run away from this. I'm just a horrible person. You know? Which I was already creative prior to the pandemic, but it's like it kind of like it sharpened it. Like I said, you know, the lack of resources and by resources, I mean like hanging with other people. Yeah. All right. Like friends who can come film you doing stuff. It's okay. I got to do this myself. Yeah. You know, what can I do? And, so. then, and it cuts out all excuses. Like, oh man, I do this tomorrow. I got this, this, and that to do. Yeah. Like, nah, you ain't got shit to do today, <laughs> tomorrow, the next day. Yeah. So you might as well sit here, hit the grindstone and get it done, you know? Yeah. Bro, that's one man. So. Yeah. And especially like I'm learning that because like right now, like everything I'm going through, like I lost my job because of the pandemic. And so it's been like, nah, it's cool, man. It's it's been like, okay, gotta work on these projects. Like I got out Virtuous Armaments uh season one, which everybody can still go listen to that today on any podcast. Um, and I got everybody together to do voice acting, and that was just that was a crowning achievement to me because one, my friends are super talented, and again, shout out to everybody that's on that, and then two. Like, I, I didn't think it was possible. You know, I didn't think I would pull it off but because I was so focused because I was like, yo, I ain't got nothing to lose. Like, it just happened. And it was dope. I mean, Leroy's in it. He does a great job as the mobster. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he kills it. Like, I this dude does it in one take, which was not gonna lie, that was That was the best yeah. shit ever because everybody else did three or four and I did it in one. Yeah. Like, I had to direct everybody else. This goofy motherfucker gets up there and he just he's like, what are my lines? Cool. And like kills it. Like he's like this at Washington some shit. And I'm just like, the fuck? <laughs> Where was this? You know. So it's it, it, it's really cool. Yeah. The, the the pandemic is definitely teaching me to focus and just have that sharp, like, okay, it's gotta get done. A, you put out a book too, man. I did, you know, I, I put out a book of poetry. I'm, I'm I'm an emo dude, hashtag emo, but you know, uh, which Project Emo Season is coming out. Everybody can check that out. I'm writing another poetry book because, you know, Still got it. emo, don't stop. Oh, you got the book. Oh, come on, man. You're embarrassing me, brother. It's, that's terrible. Hell no, I'm still reading this shit. It's long as hell. It is. <laughs> I, I am sorry about that. Uh, speaking um, of, um, I actually did a, it was a long time or in the middle of the pandemic. It was called uh, When Emo Still Haunts You. So like the idea is like I'm sitting here on a computer and like this emo version of myself is running back and forth in the house and like snatches me up, changes my whole body and like I'm singing this song or whatever. But it's yeah, I, I can relate to the emo days. Dude, and, and that's why I love your skits, man, because they're they're so again diverse and like you feel at home with it because you're also doing something that we as black people, and this is truly us. Well, we always strive to tell other people that we're not a fucking monolith. Not all of us listen to rap music. Not all, like, yes, yeah, some of us do know who Panic at the Disco are or, like, who Hoobastank is. You know what I'm saying? We did look at the MTV. And it's just funny because people are just like, what? Like, you, we were seeing kids, too. We were just, you know, better. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> better at concealing it, you know. So, all right. So, Clyde McDoom, we're not going to keep you. We know you're a busy person, but we do have like 
one last question to ask you. This is something that you're our, our first major guest, you know, in a while. Now, uh, shout out to Christy. Christy was the first to like pop it, but you're like the first major, like, oh my I God. say like, that because she is going to hit us in Twitter and be like, I know y'all ain't forgetting me. Right, right. Like, we got to give shout out to Christy because she's going to give us uh, shots otherwise. And also, Shogun, we're not going to forget about him as well. Uh, the sole successor, like, third host of the show. But we wanted to ask you, of course, you have the nerd plate. We keep it nerdy with food. And since you're our first big guest, we're going to test this question on you and see how it goes. All right. What nerdy thing would Cloudy McDoom say at a restaurant or a fast food joint? You say what? 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 Nougat? Nerdy. What like nerdy? Like nerdy and food thing would Cloudy McDoom say at a fast food restaurant or a restaurant? Hmm. Nerdy food thing. Hmm. Got some pocky or something like that, maybe. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think. You know, I don't even like pocky sticks. Pocky. I do, but I don't think I keep it at a restaurant, so I wouldn't say it there. Right. Pocky sticks is just overhyped. Yeah, it's, it's just chocolate biscuit sticks. You know, it's it's simple, but it gets the job done. It's it so good. I, it's so good. I just don't. I don't like. Oh, maybe I don't like the quantity. You only get like six or seven. Well. Just, Get boxes full. You got to just down all the boxes. Yeah, like, hey, look here. For me doing to, that. For me to. <laughs> That's how you do it, though. You do Stone Cold Steve Austin with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I'm talking about someone could take that the wrong way and be like, wait a minute. What's, <laughs> so instead of this, you just got to crack them open and do that. <laughs> That's fun. That's terrible. That's that's hilarious. It's okay. We're in a we're an adult. Um, we're not an adult. We're a mature uh, podcast. So. Great. TVMA. Great. You say what? We're a TVMA, so don't 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 worry. Don't hold back, bro. Don't hold back. Uh, well, so let me think again. So you're saying when I'm in a restaurant, what <laughs> would I say to the waiter, waitress that's nerdy, like for my food, or like like I need a little yeah. more. It's it's like like because because nerd plate is like nerd and food together. Like okay. for example, if I was at a restaurant, the nerdiest thing I'd probably say is, hey. Like I'm hungry, like Mega Man's E Tank, and I'm empty. Hook me up. <laughs> For me, it'd be like I I'm trying to eat like Goku. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I feel that. I feel that. Bring it. Let's see. Man, that's a tough one. Now I gotta like think on the fly what I would say like to reference <laughs> something like that, man. Ah, oh, wow. Hey, Leroy, that, we with that. Yeah. What'd you say? What'd you say? With that one. <laughs> Yeah, now we messed up, Leroy. He gonna put us in the skit. Be like, they ask me all kinds of questions like this. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get on TikTok. I'm gonna get on TikTok when this video come out, and, and I'll be scoping. <laughs> I already liked a couple of them, but you know, I'm I'm gonna wait for my little cameo in there. Listen, McDoom, probably make fun. So be like, hey, hey, I was mentioning. Did you see us? You see us? We were mentioned. We were mentioned. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I, I can't think of anything off, off the top of my head, but like if it comes to me in the future, like I'll uh, I'll like message it, like hey, okay. here's my okay, all right, cool, cool. I mean, can know. I ask what your favorite anime is? Somebody asked me this last night in the interview. Sorry, I'm chewing something. Um, hey man, don't feel <laughs> bad. I've been eating on this podcast for four years. Don't okay, cool, cool. Um, I told them. I have a top five, but my ultimate top one is Akira, because that movie is bananas. I love it. Respect. Like it's just it's classic, bro. Classic. Respect. 
it's so trippy, but the animation is like you can tell it took them a day. Like it's crazy. Like they're still they're still screening that to this day, bro. Like that's never gonna go away. Never. Like it's an achievement because oh man. And I, I will say this, my favorite anime show is Fooly Cooly. Because that's my high school gym. Wow. Wow. I bro, I, I wanna you say the, like you are the first dude to ever say that. <laughs> I, listen, Cloudy, I've seen it like what five times. And I've seen the whole thing. I hadn't seen the new shit. I've seen the whole I still don't understand it. Me I've too. tried. It's so rough. I know, like well, all right, so here's my, my interpretation of it. And I mean, I imagine it's meant to be open-ended for anybody, but like, mm-hmm. it's just showing how weird adolescents can feel. Like, it's trying to show you visually right. how weird it feels to be an adolescent trying to grow up and like feel all these weird emotions and like all this stuff that's happening. Because a recurring theme for the kid is he's actually like surrounded by, you know, not surrounded by, but like there's women in his life. So like, they'll do the whole anime thing where it's like, ah, oh, there's titties on my face or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And he like. The way he reacts to that stuff, like it's, it's it blows him away. But like at the same time, he's trying to be cool. Mm-hmm. Like he has his he has his regular friends he goes to school with. But he's trying to oppress his brother's ex girlfriend who like always hangs yeah. out with him. So he's like he's trying to be all these things to different people. You know, a good son to his dad and like granddad. Mm-hmm. You know, go to school. Like it's just weird though. Like it's it, it's a trip, but I dig it, man. So you trying to say hot take, man? It's really just anime big mouth. Is that what you trying to say? <laughs> it's really just anime Big Mouth. Actually, yeah. I mean, in a way, I mean, it's obviously not as crude as Big Mouth, but like, it's got like those elements. Like, he's yeah. Like, there's a lot of innuendo in Fooly Cooly where it's like, oh, well, that obviously means he got an erection. That obviously means, like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. yeah. I mean, they, like, what is Fooly Cooly? And I'm just like, she revved up a guitar and hit this nigga, and something grew out of his head, and. Then his brother became a robot or came and grew big and fought a hand monster. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's not for everybody, but it's uh I guess it caters to people like me who have just weird like our imaginations are like just doing that. So like it's you know Don't get me wrong, it's, it's definitely amazing. I just didn't get it. Yeah, right. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, but I love it. Well let me ask you since you like the old school because you like myself. What about uh, how did you feel about uh, anime like Wicked City, uh, Ninja Scroll, and like Vampire Hunter D? Because those are my first loves. Right at the top. What's crazy is like I haven't even gotten a chance to watch a lot of those. You know what I'm saying? Like I could easily say the cheesy, like oh yeah, Dragon Ball Z is my favorite, which that's the one I really got into <laughs> as a kid. That's the gateway but, drug. That's whatever. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows about it, so it's not like, you know. We're not crazy. hating on it, Leroy. We're not hating on it. I know. Chill out. I'm just processing. <laughs> I love it. You just. I live, it. I live and, and die like, by it. You say what? I said, I live and die by it, so. Vampire Hunter D? Oh, no. Dragon Ball Z. Okay, bad, bad, bad. Yeah, so I'm, you know. It's okay because, like, a lot of people, and I mean, that's totally understandable, bro. Because, you know, back then, and I've always told Leroy this on the show, it was hard for us to get anime here in the States because back then you had to, like, import it in, like, drugs. Or you had or G4 when they finally got stuff like Serial Experiments Lane and the Vampire. I, I remember seeing Vampire Hunter D, Eight Man, and Wicked City on, like, Sci Fi. And like that was my introduction to anime. After that, I was just like, "Yo, I mean, 
never call myself like the most uh, knowledgeable on anime. Like I haven't seen like a ton, a ton, a ton of them. You know what I'm saying? But I still know. Oh, like, enjoy it. Dude, it's so much. I mean, nobody really can because like when I sit back and think about like all the anime I've seen, and then I still think about how much more anime is out there. Like I still haven't seen like maybe more than twenty percent of anime. You know, it's just like damn. So, but at least now I will say, as an old person, I'm happier that they they have things like Crunchyroll. We have I, I know Leroy's like yes because he does calls me a whole lot, and it's it's true. All right, I'm watched. But you know, I'm glad that these young kids have like ways of watching anime because like back in our time, man, it was Cartoon Network, Safa, and it was Toonami. Like Toonami ushered in a lot of people with Cowboy Bebop. Like I remember when anime was starting to become the norm, and I was just like, "Yo, are we doing this? I don't have to buy new time anymore. Yes, let's go, let's do it." You know. Now I feel that, and that's actually what's funny too is kind of circling back to when I said I have to like represent and be conscientious of who I represent and how I, I maneuver, you know, it's like I said, since I won't call myself old, but since I am older than most people in this kind of like game, um, you know, I also try to try to teach the younger people in the sense of I try to show them that you can be a grown adult, but still be young at heart. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm a responsible adult. Like I have a house mortgage. I take care of business when it's time to take care of business, but right. when it's time for fun and create and do stuff, I go all in too, you know? So like, I'm hoping that, the bigger I get, younger people can see me and be like, you know what? He's an adult that did it right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm i not, like, homeless and trying to, like, talk about anime and cosplay and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm a responsible adult. I'm just a geek. Or, or be, be the dude that hangs out at GameStop and be like, yo, yo, like, you know, this game is, like, really tight, man. Let's discuss, Let's have a four-hour discussion. Let me be here your whole, like, shift. And it's just like, my guy. <laughs> I'm just trying to do some boxes. What you doing? Right. What you want? Yeah, my what you is key, man. <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> Be like your your old kids. Hey, man, y'all chill out. <laughs> just like, I'm just going away, man. <laughs> oh, dude, crazy, man, McDoom. Thank you, man. We can talk to you all day. I know that you got other stuff to do, and you took time. Hold on, bro. Hold on. What? What? Oh, okay. What's because. Got? His well, the the video that popped up in my YouTube was um Sephiroth versus Cloud, so that means you're clearly a Smash oh. player. Yes. What else do you? What else are you playing right now? Gotta ask you this. Yes. Let's see. And how did what you about feel Swap about Man? this nonsense of Sephiroth being in Smash? Man, I, the games I'm playing right now, we're playing Spider Man. That's what we're streaming. But in my downtime, I play Persona Five, um, FF Seven Remake, like I, I mentioned. Uh, all the Uncharted games, that's just part two. Um, what else did I play recently? Ghost of Tsushima was like the best. Oh, I mean, um, yeah, I've been jamming right? on a lot of stuff, man. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, Leroy, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, man, you see that? We still here, baby. Look. My generation's still here. Look, we still oh, there. We great. He played some stuff that I played too. I know he did. He did. He did. He did. Hey, like we all can agree, Ghost of Tsushima was great. Let me ask you this, man. Speaking of that, Ghost of Tsushima, Dinga Game of the Year. How did you feel about that? You know, it's weird. Like I played both that and uh, Last of Us Two, and I can say this: Last of Us Two is a very fun. It's a very good game in the sense of the graphics, amazing. The gameplay mechanics, amazing, because they did a thing like Uncharted where you're playing and then something 
will happen, right? Like the floor yeah. will fall. You're falling. Oh my god! Oh my god! Now you have to get through and do all this stuff. So it had a lot of action. The acting was amazing. I personally feel, and this isn't any disrespect to like any certain groups out there, but I feel like Last of Us Two got all the awards because it was the the wokest game. And by that, I mean it hit, like, it hit them check marks. It was, it was very much pandering to certain you know groups, and that's cool. Like movie video games. That's what it was. You say what? It was the Oscar movie of the video games. It was yeah. still going to win just because it's going to win. Hey, every check mark possible. How was it not going right. to win? Yeah, so like it, it, it did really good. Like I said, it was a great game. I don't think it would have been game of the year per se, but like I understood why because of a lot of the messages they had woven into it and certain mm-hmm. people like, you know, whatever. whatever. Um, my vote actually would have been FF7 Remake, but that's my emotional attachment. So I understand that not everybody likes RPGs, so I knew that couldn't have won Game of the Year like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I no, get it. No, it's okay, Cloudy. Say it with your chest, bro. No, so, like, I love it, me personally, because I'm big on RPGs like that. But, yeah, that's why I think I wasn't mad that Ghost of the Sheep didn't get it, um, even though that was a phenomenal game. But I understand, I understand why Last of Us got it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I get it. From yeah, a political standpoint, I get it. Right, and that's we said the same thing because my thing was it got robbed because I felt like it was between Seven Remake and Ghost of Tsushima, and Leroy brought up a good point when he said, "Yo, Final Fantasy Seven already has accolades. Ghost of Tsushima should have got it." And I was like, "You know what? You're right." Like as an old person, I can admit that they should have like let that happen because like Ghost of Tsushima, man, like that's that's much. Like I told Leroy about it. And he got into it surprisingly, and I was just like, "Yeah, I told you, it's, it's it's great." And I mean, he's into it. Every battle in that game never felt like a chore. You know how some games you play, it's like I'm grinding, but boring. You had to time your attacks. You had to like block, record. Like it was fun. Like kind of how Spider Man is, but Ghost was a lot more complex. But um, yeah, like that that alone blew me away, man. Like I love the little duels you have. You gotta like the thing to try to you. Yeah. Oh man, what? Yeah, like that was beautiful. I was like, yes, that let's ending, do it. That ending, though, man. I, know, man I, I have to, I hadn't got there yet, but I, I already know what's probably going to happen. But yeah, that's like Leroy was telling me, like, when I get there, I almost fucking cried. I can't wait, man. It's, it's, it's intense, man. Um, But no, like I said, you know, shout out to Last of Us. I know, like I said, people gave it a lot of flack, but um, it, it's a fun game. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. It's a fun game, you know. I myself, if I do ever become a big game developer, I think I'll try to stray away from trying to like hit on political the subjects too hard. Yeah. Only because games, in my yeah. opinion, it's more about entertaining people, like taking them into a new world. Even if it's meant to be like our world, like a dystopian future, like Last of Us, it's not really necessary to try to hit on like all these social topics because you just want to have fun right. in the game, tell your story, but like. It's like some of the stuff they were saying, and it, it was so obvious. Like, uh, they were hitting like, on the tops, the chat marks. We're woke, look how woke we are. And it just, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> we're gonna, gonna kill this guy. He's a black man, yeah, yeah. It'd be just like that. It'd be like if the game's like, wait a minute, we can't kill black people in this game because of Black Lives Matter. It's like, no, this guy just killed my family, like, he's gotta die. I don't care. Well, that- we gonna talk about how they did my man's in the first one, though, like, where he just, <laughs> like, sorry, bro. Yeah, that was just what? Like, yeah, yeah. The only, only black guy figures. <laughs> only, only black guy in the game figures. Yeah. So you know, it, it is what it is, man. But 
Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Man. That was fun. Man. That's crazy. <laughs> I still ain't played the first one either, so. It, it, I still haven't played the first Last of Us. I mean, it was really good. It was really good. It, it makes you. It, it, it uh, attaches you to the characters, like, really quickly, you know? Like, because you go through so much with them that you're like, wait a minute. Like, now I understand, like, like you, you know, you built that bond. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I, I've told Leroy before, like, it feels like Sony makes a lot of, like, artsy-fartsy, like, video games when it comes to their adventures. Because Uncharted, as much as I love that series, I only play it, like, maybe once. And then I'm like, all right, you know, after I've played all, what, five of them now? Because it's Uncharted 1, 2, and 3, the one on PSV, and then, yeah, Lost Legacy. And it's just like, oh, and then uh, and Uncharted 4. And I'm like, all right, you know, I'm not going to play these again. Um, but great, great games. Like, definitely something you want to go through once. Like, that's how I felt about Last of Us. Um, because I went through, I didn't even finish the second one, but I finished the first one. And, you know, like, it, it, it was like, okay. You know, like, it was very, like you said, dramatic story. It makes you care for their characters. Like, Sony has a great job of that. Because even Spider-Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't no. know if you finished Spider-Man. Won't ruin it for you, but it was it was like it, there was a lot of dramatic parts of Spider Man. I was just like, oh, okay, didn't expect that one. <laughs> yeah, man, like uh, I did it last or the other night, and um, they kind of switched to Miles Morales for a little bit, but it's during the City Hall bombing. Uh, spoiler alert for anybody out there who hasn't played it, but right. that whole sequence was so emotional, just like the acting, yeah. what was going on, like it was powerful, and like I was like, I'm committed now, like I'm so committed to this game, I'm put a ring on it. Uh, this, this game's gonna have my babies. Like this is how committed I am to Spider Man. The game, pause. The game. Uh, so, you know, all good, all good. We got you. We feel you. I didn't say some borderline gay shit about a character, so I don't understand. You say what? I didn't say some borderline gay shit about a character, so I don't worry. I understand. Yeah, it's fine. Like, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm when I say open minded, I don't mean like I'm, I'm bisexual. I just mean like oh. I'm cool with, you know. So yeah, no, of course. Oh, um, <laughs> um, and then, okay, one of my other questions that I had that I, I kind of want, because, you know, again, I don't want to hold you up or anything if you got time, but one of my other questions are, like, what game, what's, like, your favorite game of all time? Like, if you had, like, you just like, yo, fuck it, I'm going to just go back to it and play it, you know, just kind of, like, just have fun, just take your mind off thing. Like, what is your game is just, like, I play this game, nothing else in the world matters. Like, do you have something like that or? I have a couple like that, but I guess I'll just pick one from this little cluster. And that would be. Do do what you want, man. We free over here. I'll say this. There's a game called Mystical Ninja starring Goldman. And it's. it's, Yeah, like that game. I rented that for the. Here's the thing. I rented that on a whim back in like 97, 98, right? Yeah, I'm from Blockbuster. Yeah, so like. Yes. I, I only rented it because the cover looked cool. I was like, oh, what's this blue hair guy? What is that? Uh, wow. okay. yeah. I'm like, like, oh my god, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, dad took me to Blockbuster, I'm gonna get it, you know, whatever. So I played it that whole weekend and I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. It was like Mario 64, but like more involved. You know, yeah. Oh, so, okay, so you didn't you played the one on N64. So have you ever played the one on Super Nintendo? Well later I did. I went when I got emulated. Roms, I went back yeah. and dug those up. I didn't finish them, but I like I played them. Um yeah. one on N64, like that was that like, one was amazing. 
Oh, and I used to play it on the day, so I didn't have a memory card. So, like, basically, like, as far as I could, and that was it. If I had to, like, turn it off, you know, it's whatever, so. Uh, oh, dude, yeah, I love that game. I had that game. I can't, like, my cousin has it somewhere now. So I'll never get it back again. I'll have to just buy it again. Yeah. Uh, bro, I love that game. That game was amazing. One day. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I look like because my introduction to that one was like on Super Nintendo because my cousins had it and I played it and I love because it was like basically like it was like Super Ninja Boy and Pocky Rocky mixed together, which made no sense, but it worked. And oh, it's so good, man. I, I enjoyed that series. A little bit I played of it, like I dug it. I mean, obviously, I was still tied to the N64 version, but I like yeah. seeing how it led up to that, you know, like just the kind of the, the backbone, if you will, like the games that came yeah. before. And if they made a new Mystical Ninja, like I would pre-order that so fast, you have no idea. Like yes. I, would, I, I would be right behind you, sir, because <laughs> I loved it. It was great. Yeah, for sure. All right, sir. Well, we have kept you long enough. Uh, Mr. McDoom, thank you so much for coming on the show again, bro. Like, we really appreciate it. Um we just had so much fun, man. Hopefully, we'll have you back again. I'm sure by the time we have you back again, though, you'll be like, I'm, I'm releasing a new anime. You know what I'm saying? He might, he might be like, the nerd play. It's okay. 3K3? God, loser has a moniker that's a Mega Man name. Look, nope. Look, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm, I thank you for doing this because I can actually say I've met somebody that I follow on TikTok. Oh man! Twitter, so you're like the, you're my, you're my first famous TikToker so I, that I've met, so I appreciate that. No pleasure. It was fun, man. And you like, from I, the 205, I, which I even more respect. You say what? And you from the 205? Yeah, man. Yeah, I've been uh, in Alabama all my life, Birmingham. Represent. Same here. I'm from, I hate this shit. Three, three, four. You know, we we the crazy ones. I know. <laughs> Everything <laughs> they say about us is true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. But um, go ahead, shout your social media out so we can put it out to all the new people that okay. haven't met um, you and any of our friends that might like you. Oh, bet. Yeah. Uh, if you want to look up more of my stuff, it's at Cloudy McDoom, C L O U D I E, uh, McDoom, M C D O O M. Uh, that's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, all that good stuff. Yeah. So just stay tuned and you'll probably see me posting random stuff somewhere. Follow his TikTok, y'all. This, this motherfucker's funny as hell. Yes. Like, if you hadn't seen his skits, please go, like, watch all his skits. It's hilarious. Uh, he even got, like I said, Tio Choco on it, which was phenomenal as a summon. That was the funniest shit ever. I love that. Being a Final Fantasy fan and a fan of both of you guys, I was just like, this is the perfect trifecta right here. It's just, it's perfect. Let's do it. You know? Yeah, he's a good sport, man. I hit him up like, hey, Choco, because uh, we became friends a couple months back. I was like, hey, man, will you be a summon? So like, yeah, yeah, let me go go to a green screen and get that done. So yeah, yeah man. I didn't know he was a Fall Fantasy fan. Like he's a Fall Fantasy fan. Cause he yeah. did <laughs> Fall Fantasy shit. Like he did two or three of them like a while ago. And I was just like, yes, more black people love Fall Fantasy. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Bro, yeah, I saw that from him. And he saw when I did making fun of Final Fantasy villains. Uh this was like mid-pandemic, pandemic, like earlier in like March or April or something. But like, yeah, that's how he hit me up. So Cool. Yeah, super, man. That's why. That's what's up. And well, oh, listen, thank you, thank you so much, man. Um, 
I, I don't even want to close out because I'm like, oh my god, I'm starstruck. It's glad we do. Right. But... <laughs> don't worry, man. We, 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 we like to boost people up here. Right, because like, you know, like, I don't want to close out, Leroy, because then we might not get anybody else again. This might be it. This might be the pinnacle. That's all right. Um, That's okay. Yeah. I'm, right, fine. I'm fine with that. Be- I'm fine with him being the one and only if it happens. That's right. That's right. Uh, but anyway, guys, I'm Rockman 3K3. My name's Leroy. And we out, guys. Check us out on all social medias, which we'll post. We'll see you later. Take it easy, everybody.